What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Murder. Ba-ba-da-ba. Welcome to Death Do Us Part podcast hosted by my wife, Jamie. Hello. And myself, Mark. What up, y'all? Hey. Hey, everyone. So, I, I have to apologize. Yeah. Every um, machine in the house that is capable of cleaning something is, is on. on. Yes. Um, so, we're going to hear the washer yeah. in a minute. But I haven't been home before 9 o'clock. No, you've been working 14 like... days. Yeah, you've been working like a thousand hours in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So. so, I learned that in a two-week pay period... Two weeks. You get raped by taxes? Yes. But there are 336 hours in two weeks. Mm -hmm. I was at work for 157 of those. Damn, dude. (laughs) Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. And I was at work yesterday, and I'm a little pissed off because we got screwed over with... Yeah. Which pisses me off. Dude. They took our food. So there's there's a way to do it. I, f- I figured it out. I figured out how people do it. So yeah. when you're going to get an order, you like, you say that you're taking the order. And then mm. when you get to the restaurant, you say arrived restaurant. Yeah. Okay. If you don't confirm the pickup, you can still get out of the dash, which means you can hit arrived restaurant. So it looks like you're going to the restaurant. Yeah. Get the food, leave with it, get out of the dash. Now you have free food. And you don't have to do oh, the fucking dash. Oh, dude, I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. We had pancakes. We had breakfast coming for lunch. That Oh, man, that pissed me off. You were livid. Oh, I was pissed. <laughs> you were livid I yesterday. Yeah. Like, I've, I've wanted pancakes for fucking weeks. Yeah, I know. I was mad. We're going to have to reorder. And I get madder because, like, I door dash. Don't yeah. fucking do that. Right. That That's... It drives that's me bogus. Nuts. Yeah, that that's completely bogus. Just like so, I, I've been door dashing a lot. Like it's the holidays, yeah. so a lot of people are door dashing a lot. So it's hard for me to like even schedule time to door dash the, yeah. before like midnight. Yeah. Can you tip these people? Right. Like, please. That's another thing. If you're not going to tip, don't then order. Don't, don't fucking order. Just go out and get it. Tip a dollar. Right. Because like it gives you options. You can do like. Five percent, eight percent, ten percent, like twenty percent. Same yeah. thing with shipped orders. Yeah, you can you can click other, right, and put a dollar in. Right, like I don't. It just it kind of it, it irritates me. Yeah, it's it it's laziness. Like I'm not out here picking up your food and dropping it off because I enjoy it. Right. I mean, you still get a percentage, but yeah. it's still bogus. Mm-hmm. It's still very bogus because, on the like, person. Little orders if you don't if you don't have money to tip, then yeah. don't do it. Little orders aren't like if you if you get like a single meal from like McDonald's. Yeah. It's like 2 bucks. Like we get right. paid 2 bucks. Right. And I know it's my choice to be out there. But then on the other hand, so like I deliver to a lot of like warehouses. Yeah. Cuz I deliver like after 10 o'clock. Yeah. So it's a lot of night shift warehouses that I deliver to. God, this washer is loud as it's fuck. It's the dishwasher. Yeah. Um, I picked up Portillo's last night. Yeah. And took it to a warehouse. One of the one of the two that we go to all the time. All the time. Um, and it was a split order. Yeah. 
the the guys not only met me outside of the building, so I didn't even have to get out of the car. Like I tried to get out of the car, and they're like, "No, no, 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 we're coming to you. We're coming to you." Yeah. They tipped eleven dollars. Holy shit! They tipped me eleven dollars on a seven dollar order. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. See, now that's cool. They were so grateful. They were like, "We love Portillos," and I was like, "Listen, same dude. Oh, same." same. And they can't leave work. Like, they only have X amount of time, you know, on their lunch break. So they can't. Yeah. There's no restaurants around these warehouses. There's right. like a whole warehouse park in Joliet. There's two gas stations out there. Yeah. There's no fucking restaurants. There's nothing out there. So they can eat in their work cafeterias out of the machines or they can order food. Right. They tipped me, yeah, $11. That's awesome. For, they both got food. And then yeah. I did another delivery there. For, and it was like, it's like a 22-minute ride. From like the restaurants oh, yeah. here to yeah. the warehouses, right? Um, I did two more orders to the same vicinity. No tip, <laughs> dude. That's that kills me. And you can't see it when you pick up the dash. No, you can't you see can't what see they tip. Where it's going, right? You can only see where you're picking it up from, right? And then once you pick it up and you hit confirm, then it tells you where you're going, right? Unless there's a way to figure it out before then. I don't know what it is, but I don't know until I hit confirm. And a lot of restaurants now are, like, I found this last night, a lot of restaurants make you hit confirm before you leave the restaurant. Oh, really? And they make you show up, or they won't give you the food. Oh, that's the way it should be. That's what should have happened the other day, because I called the restaurant, and they're like, no, they came and they picked, picked up the order, up, like, yeah. a while ago. Oh, And man, I'm like, yeah, the so restaurant's upset. four minutes away from here, so clearly yeah. we're not getting it. Oh, my God. I had such a taste for it, too. I was mad pancakes breakfast a skillet i was mad oh man i was pissed yeah you were you were more angry than me yeah because like people are ordering food i mean do i pay for lazy 100 fucking percent yeah 100 percent. but a lot of times people are ordering for a reason because they can't get they can't get yeah we can't leave give me a dollar i mean i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just saying like Right. A dollar. If you know, like, the order's two bucks, you know I'm getting two bucks. You can't throw me a dollar to drive your food 22 minutes? Right. There's my rant. There's my public service oh, announcement man. rant. Yeah. What a day. Tip your servers, people. Yeah. And don't steal their food. Yeah. And the other thing I learned it's... that I didn't know before I started door dashing, like, yeah. I know that some people, like, go in the bags and stuff yeah. and eat the food. 99% of the restaurants that I go to, the bags are sealed. Oh, yeah. So if they forgot something, it's not the Dasher's fault. It's, it's right. the restaurant's it, fault. Yeah. And some of the restaurants will tell you, like Popeye's, mm-hmm. check for biscuits. Biscuits are a frequently forgotten item. Yeah. So you, like, it reminds you to ask them, like, is, are the biscuits in here or this in there? But right. if, like, if the restaurant forgets something, don't not tip the Dasher because it's not their fault. Right. The, the shit's sealed. Yeah. So... But, like, shit like that bothers me. I mean, I do the, the, the ship shopping, too, so, like, for the Target. So, when I do Target orders, if I hit no substitutions, don't fucking pick something out for me. <laughs> right. Don't. Don't. Yeah. No. I, right. had, I had one order. Literally, everything was the wrong thing. And I don't know how, because when you scan it, it tells you. Wrong item scanned. Right. I, this person was just like, eh, fuck it. Eh, uh, fuck it. Like, different color towels. What it is. Like, I mean, it was not even close to what I wanted. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's it drives bullshit. me nuts. But then I... Yesterday, I did a Target order, and I, I wrapped a few things in some extra bags for yeah. discretion. Good job. And she made me a favorite chopper. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So... Now that's cool. 
So, um, otherwise, you, you know, I've been telling these dad jokes. Oh, God. Babe, you, I'm going to let you say it because you told me the best dad joke <laughs> I have ever fucking heard. I, babe, I, I was dying. I was actually dying. So- so we were at work, and one of the dispatchers came out, and she was laughing. And I know she's going to come show me something. I can hear her laughing in the other room before yeah. she comes over. Yeah. And there's there's a group of guys on TikTok. I downloaded TikTok. Yes. You're uh, you're in the 2023, listen, finally. The dancer, learning the dances. But there's a group of guys on TikTok, TikTok and it's called uh, Duck Blind Jokes. Yeah. And they're, they're in a duck blind. Like, they're hunting. Yeah. And they're trying to tell each other jokes and like not laugh because they're whispering the jokes it is fucking there's one guy he snorts every fucking time like stop telling (laughs) you're never gonna get a duck because he always laughs but some of they're so fucking stupid the way these guys laugh that's what makes it funny but you gotta tell the joke oh my god this this probably tops the dad jokes well the the one guy said what do you call uh a bear with no bees yeah i don't know ears yeah, I've heard and then that. the other guy's like, "What do you call a fish with no eye?" And they're like, "What?" And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's still the funniest fucking thing ever." Oh my god, that's great. <sighs> that might be the <laughs> that might be the funniest dad joke I've heard. That's great. Oh god, and the guy was so fucking proud of himself. <laughs> he should be. He should absolutely be proud. Like, that's that's hilarious. I did not download TikTok for a reason because I knew once I got on it, I wouldn't get off of it. Right. So I still just kind of look at like some of the Facebook reels. Right. And I usually have a headphone in. Yeah. So I just start laughing and you look at me like I have six fucking heads. So then yeah, I have to I get do. up and show you. The one yesterday though, it says bestie. Come in a disguise. We're going on a mission. Don't ask questions. And you see the little alien from Toy Story. The one from the claw machine where they're Blown like, nah. up. Yeah. Like, waddling down. And then she fucking trips. And she gets <laughs> And she keeps fucking going. As the song Heroes playing in the background. I fucking there, died. I watched it 117 times. Dude, there's some good stuff on TikTok. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. There's one chick w- with the fake bangs. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, my babe. Oh, my God. You're going to have to show me. She's like, look at my bangs. Look at my bangs. Oh, yeah. I did. That's an older one. Yeah. That's an <laughs> older one. <laughs> yeah. There's some good stuff on TikTok. Oh, my God. They're fucking great. Yeah. There's some They're good great, stuff. But like, I never watched the reels before, but now they pop up on Facebook. Yeah. So if I go on Facebook, I'll flip uh, Yeah, you, you get the same thing. <clears throat> there's a couple on there, too. That he, the dude is fucking hilarious. Oh, there's a bunch of couples that well, her name do is, pranks her on Her name each is other. Shelby. Oh, I like That's that. That's why I like it, because her name is Shelby. Yeah, I like that. Drink your juice, Shelby. Yeah. So... But yeah, there's a lot of couples that do yeah. pranks on each other. Oh, they're not pranks. She's he's just funny. Oh. He like yeah. he has a mustard holster. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Shelby, I gotta bring my mustard. <laughs> oh my babe. That's fucking cool. die. I love it. That's cool. Oh God. So anyways, uh we haven't shouted out Patreons no, in a while. And so, I didn't pull it up. God damn it. Yeah, you, you got to. We're uh we're due for yeah. shouting out. We 
got a bunch, don't we? Mm, mm, mm. All right. <clears throat> Patreons, here we go. We have. Wait. Wait, there's more. Oh. Ooh. I don't know how to get to them. Oh, good job. When you whisper, you can't hear anything. I know. It babe. says view all, but I need to figure out. Hang on. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. You got to speak up, too. When you whisper, <clears throat> you cannot hear you. I know. I was trying not to, like, clear my throat in. Let me clear my throat. The microphone. So. Uh, oh, my God. Shut up. Babe, every time. Jesus and we talk about it before too. Hey, we got to shout out the Patreons. Can you leave me alone. Oh my God. Leave me alone, guys. You can't hear that. Get come, just come get him, please, for me. Can you do that for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, we stopped it at my aunt, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait. No, I feel like there's some before her. Okay. Well, then just shout him out again. What? I just... Ooh. What? So we have a couple. You're making noises, I know. and I have no clue uh, but what, I, what's I, going on. I was just going to say the names, and you get mad at me when I say names. So we know a couple who oh, listens, and okay. she would use his Patreon. Yeah. Well, now he made her get her own. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, wow. There's a couple people. Okay, so... um. Alex. Alex, thank you. She's the one who had to get her own Patreon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Penny. Oh, yeah, Penny. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that. Awesome. Uh, Denise. Denise, thank you. Christina. Christina, thank Shannon. you. Shannon. Shannon, thank you. Vampire Girl. Vampire Girl, thank you. Misty. Misty, thank you. Uh, Michaela. Michaela. And I'm I like pretty that sure that's how you say it because it is a unique spelling, which I like. Yeah. Uh, Jillian. Jillian, thank you. Osbound, 56. Osbound, 56, thank you. Lexi. Lexi, thank you. Kara. Kara. Lauren. Lauren. Jay Jones. Jay Jones. And I believe this would be Lila. Lila. Or Leela. Leela. We'll say it both ways so I don't. Yeah, so we get it right. Thank you guys so much. Um, Angela. Angela. I've known Angela since kindergarten. Oh, yeah, that Angela. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Cheyenne. Oh, Cheyenne, thank you. Name. Ashley. Ashley. And Letha. Letha. Like Ooh, I like Letha. that name, yeah. She's got a pretty good picture, too. Thank you guys so much. You guys are awesome. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting us. Um, if you, if anyone else is thinking about becoming a Patreon, every tier gets ad-free and bonus mm-hmm. episodes, so you could choose which tier you want to be be on, and each tier gets different things. Um, go to www.patreon.com forward slash death do us part the number one and uh sign up we got some good bonus episodes you know we yeah, try we to we try to do the big ones on the on patreon our so. last patreon was uh tupac. tupac yeah which a lot of a lot of people we got good feedback on so i had a new discussion at work like an hour-long discussion about tupac <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's an interesting case so it is 
And the guy, we were talking about other things, and I was like, I'm like 100% more ghetto than you. And he's like, oh, <laughs> fucking absolutely. Yeah, right. Yeah. You, dude, you turn ghetto. I do. You, man. I've been out there too you, long. Yeah. You turn ghetto in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Takes about four seconds, not oh, even point yeah. four seconds. Yeah. Give me a fucking reason. And then, um,. Everyone who has bought my book, thank you guys very much. If you need some motivation or inspiration, um, check out Progress, Not Perfection. Um, If you have read it, you know, whatever platform you bought it from, uh, if you could leave a review, that would be great. Um, But check it out. It's my story, Jamie's story. Um, You know, it'll it'll give you some motivation. I've heard some good feedback, so... I'm I'm actually pretty proud, you know. You should it, be. It took me over a year to write it. and You should be proud. I, I am proud. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah, I am proud, you know. So check that out if you haven't. Um, you can purchase it pretty much everywhere where books are, are sold, um, except I know Target does not sell it for some reason. Come on, Target, get it together. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a big book section. But they, let's no, face it, people don't. are not going to Target for books. No, no. So, But pretty much everywhere else you, you can buy it. Just Google it, Progress Not Perfection by Mark Kaczersky, and You better be proud of me today. Why? Because I knew, like, we had stuff to do when I got home because I knew, like, this was the first time I've been home before. And I yeah, I know. I did not go to Target for detergent. Oh, you didn't? No, I went to Walmart. Oh, good job. Because I knew, like, I would be a minute because it would be busy. Yeah. But I would not get, like, Target distracted. Yeah. Thank so God. So I, I went to Walmart. Because you always do. Always. Always. And I have no shame about it. I don't care. No. It's you like don't. my 25 minutes that I get alone. <laughs> I know. I know. Alone. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So the case we have today is a request. Um,. I don't know anything about it. I've I have not heard about it, so I, I know it's a little smidgen. older. Yeah, no, nah, uh, yeah. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I believe. so like I still think nineteen ninety nine was like ten years ago. Yeah, so, right, yeah. right. Yeah, but like I think I knew a little bit about it, but like I didn't know that it was solved. Yeah. Uh, so. so I this will be new to me because I. I, I know nothing about this, so... Did you happen to see, by the way, that uh, Derek Chauvin... Got stabbed? Got fucking shanked? Yeah, as he should. I just saw that. As he should. So he got shanked, and then uh, the officer from the Breonna Taylor case, who wrote the warrant, mm-hmm. his federal trial was this week. Oh, really? Well, well it was last week. I think it's going to conclude this week. But oh, yeah, it started last week. Because a bunch juicy. of them got brought up on federal charges. Yeah. So oh, yeah. maybe we'll do like a quick update we can you know we definitely can yeah that'd be cool i wonder who shanked him i don't know i mean he's isn't he in federal prison he's in a federal prison but in like either atlanta or arizona he's not in minneapolis no i realize that but yeah i don't know there's i mean there's not a lot of federal prisons no like federal death row prison is Terre Haute. to be Shanked in federal prison is kind of a big deal. Yeah. I mean, because it's kind of laid back. And I mean, it's... You, you're the epitome of a shitbag. Yeah. If you get shanked in federal prison. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, big time. Uh, but, I mean, as you? you should. Well, well, mm. I'm not sad about it. Nope. So, um, 
so why don't you uh, say what case we're doing today, and uh, how about we just jump right into it? Babe. Okay. I am out of notebooks. Oh, we got to buy you some new notebooks. I, right now, have a yellow legal pad in front of me. Yeah. Which I fucking hate. Yeah. And I'm out of notebooks. All right, we'll buy you some new ones. I tried to use your like training notebook, yeah. but it's wide ruled. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't fuck with that. I need college ruled. All right, we'll we'll get you some more. Chillax, killer. I'm gonna have to go tonight. All right, all right. Yeah, chillax, killer. Just saying. <sighs> all right, take a sip and uh, calm your your tits down. <laughs> Yeah, right there? Yeah, the, he's whining. Yeah. Lay down. All right, so this is actually, so it's the murder of Danny and Kathy Freeman and the abduction and murder of Laura Bible and Ashley Freeman. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. So, um, all right. Welch, Oklahoma, is a small town uh, with just a population of 600 in 1999 at the time this took place. Oh, it's tiny. So it's located in northern Craig County. Um, Welch is eight miles south of the Kansas state line. Mm. Now, it's got 600 people in it, right? Mm -hmm. It's the second largest town in the county. (laughs) Yeah. That's saying much. Yeah. Yeah. So, Danny and Kathy Freeman got married young and settled in Venita, Oklahoma, which is also in Craig County. Mm-hmm. On November 6th of 1981, they had their first child, a uh, son named Shane. And on December 29th of 1983, daughter Ashley Renee was born. The family then moved the 17 miles from Venita to Welch. The mailbox at the end of the half-mile driveway was all that... Um, made the property identifiable. Yeah. The family was known for their love of hunting and the outdoors, so naturally they had a stockpile of weapons that the whole family knew how to use. Oh, hell yeah, I bet. Um, Ashley started going on family hunting trips really at a young age to put food on the table. That's how they ate. Is it really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so they lived in a trailer. Um, While they had phone and electricity, they had no running water and used a wood-burning stove for heat. Wow. Solid no. Yeah. I I don't know if I could do that. I could not. I'll just... Fuck it. Nope. Yeah. I I don't think I could do that. Nope. So, Danny liked to hunt with arrows and had collected a shit ton of arrowheads that Mm -hmm. he had found along Cabin Creek, which is the the water that they lived by. That's got to be cool to find that shit. He had them displayed everywhere. So, he had them in a shadow box and, like, he had a ton of them. Mm -hmm. Maybe not of any, like... Fiscal value, but yeah. he liked them. Oh, yeah. You know? It's still cool to have. And it kind of comes into play a little bit later. So Okay. The family dynamic was often tense and strained. Uh, Danny struggled to find steady employment after suffering a work-related injury. So Kathy was the sole provider working at Doctor's Optical Supply Company. It didn't pay well, and the finances were extremely tight, but she liked working there. She was very well-liked. Um, and was considered a, a good, dependable employee. Right. Now, Danny grew a small amount of pot. It yeah. was mostly for personal use. Yeah. But he not... was known to sell it from time to time. Ah, who which cares? It's... wouldn't be a thing. No. If it didn't come up later. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, other than finances, Danny's biggest issue was his violent temper. In 1985, he was arrested for assault after beating up his father-in-law. Whoa. Because his father-in-law trimmed some bushes without telling him. Easy, killer. Yeah. Um... So, there were also rumors that Danny abused the kids, especially Ashley. Oh. Now, I didn't see anything yeah. about abuse of Ashley. Now, there's nobody to attest to it now. But, um, like, I couldn't find any of those particular rumors. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> the house was going to shit. So, Ashley and Shane tried to stay away as often as possible. Um, but Shane was definitely taking the brunt end of his dad's mm-hmm. shit. He didn't see it that way. He didn't see it the same way other people saw it. Yeah. What do they say? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm. You don't beat your kids, you get a brat, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. That's right. Shane's um, shitheadedness <laughs> became. <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, it is now. Uh, became very evident in 1998. Um, Shane, who was never quiet or obedient was suspended from school and facing expulsion as a result of his ongoing shitty behavior. Uh, when Shane was 16... His shitness. <clears throat> his shittiness, yeah. Shitbagness. Shitbagness. When I Shane, like that. When Shane was 16, Danny reported him missing. Mm-hmm. When they found Shane, he said, yeah, I fucking ran away because my dad beat the shit out of me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. He went back home. Um, on another occasion, Shane arrived at school with bleeding and bruised buttocks. Ooh. Yeah. To the point, school officials ended up calling the authorities. Yeah. Um, they expressed deep concern over his physical and psychological well-being. Mm-hmm. Shane was required then to meet with a school counselor on a regular basis. And according to the counselor, Shane refi- revealed an aggressively abusive relationship with his father. Wow. But... The way he talked about it was, it's just, it's my dad. Yeah. I fuck up and he hits me. Like, that's the dynamic. That's what we do. Right. So, in August of 1998, Danny was charged with abuse and excessive force. Just hit my head on the microphone. It's because you're dipshit. (laughs) Um, So, he was was arrested for for beating up Danny. Oh, really? Or for beating up Shane. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny argued that the situation was nothing more than a parent punishing his child for reckless behavior and everything was being blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Flip the page. That's why I don't like these fucking legal pages. Yeah, I know. Those are <sighs> a pain in the ass. So Shane was removed by the Oklahoma Department of Human Services. He was removed from the home. Whoa. Now they removed him, but not Ashley. Just him. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the family was then ordered to go to counseling as a whole, obviously. Um, and when they completed the program, Shane was allowed to move in with friends because he went to a foster home. Mm-hmm. There was obvious improvement in his behavior and his attitude. Um, the mother of Ashley's best friend, actually, um, Ashley's best friend by the name of Laura, mom's name was Lorene Bible, she allowed Shane to stay at their house whenever he wanted. Yeah. She said that she hoped a friendly and welcoming home would continue to improve his behavior. Hmm. So a little side note. Yeah. Lorene and Jay Bible lived in Welch in a middle-class working neighborhood. Laura Jaylene Bible was born uh, April 18th of 1983. She had one brother. Laura and Ashley had been friends since kindergarten. Lorraine would later say, quote, what one was thinking, the other was thinking. 
It's kind of like when two people, one can finish the sentence when the other one starts it. So I have to flip to a different page. Oh. But I wrote it down so I wouldn't be flipping. Good job. I wrote C page seven. <laughs> Good job there. With an arrow. Like I didn't know where page seven right, was going to be. Right, right. Yeah. You need directions uh-huh. for it. Yeah. So Ashley played uh, basketball and she loved to fish and hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Laura was a cheerleader and loved art, not fishing and hunting. Um, but the two became immediate best friends in kindergarten. Yeah. And they remained close after Ashley moved and ended up switching schools. So they were about 20 minutes from each other. But Lorene said they would talk at least once a week. Because mm. cell phones weren't a thing then, you know? No, I mean, they, they were, weren't. They no. were, I mean, our age. They were still in their infancy. Yeah, and they were our age. So in 99, they were, what, sophomores, juniors yeah. in high school? Pagers yeah. were, were still a yeah. thing then. So, according to Lorene, the different interests and backgrounds really did not hinder the bond at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Ashley was described as intelligent, active, and well-liked. She was a kid who never got in trouble. She was a member of the National Honor Society and worked part-time at a convenience store named Roscoe's. Roscoe's. She was saving to buy a car. Oh. Which also comes up later. Oh, boy. Um, This was a point... There's a lot that comes up later. Yeah. So, it was a point of contention between her and her dad, Danny. Um, Lorene said that Ashley had $1,200 saved in a savings account, mm-hmm. but her boyfriend, Jeremy Hurst, said it was over $4,000, and she kept it in a Tupperware container in the freezer. Wow. Now, the family of hers confirmed that she did, in fact, keep it in the Tupperware container in the freezer, but nobody mm. really knew the exact amount. Yeah. So, um, Laura loved to draw and paint and make scented candles. Ooh, I she, like that. She was a, um... She was a cheerleader who raised hogs for competition. <laughs> and All righty yeah, then. And wanted to uh, become a cosmetologist. Very cool. So she loved children, and that's how she made her money was babysitting. Yeah. And she would pack, like, um, a babysitting suitcase before mm-hmm. she went. It reminds me of, like, Babysitter's Club. Oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. So. I do remember that. So back to Shane. Mm-hmm. Um. As quickly as it seemed Shane got his shit together, he started acting a fool again. Um, He started breaking into homes. He would break in, shower, eat, take a little money. Oh, what a little shit. Take a little, like, inconvenient items. It's like breaking into the house and moving shit around. Yeah, that's... Dude, come on. That's freaky. Danny said, quote, he did some stealing, but he just wasn't violent. So his behavior resulted in several run-ins with Craig County Sheriff's Department. And in the beginning of 1999, Shane kind of really took it to another level. His mm. grandmother had loaned him her truck. Yeah. And he never brought it back. Oh. He ended up stealing a red light and was pulling people over. What? Dude. Yeah. What are you doing? He's, he's 17. Yeah. But and he's still, pulling people over. Uh, so. What a little shit. When he got caught. I guess I would do it too, though. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Um, he ran from, from the police. Mm-hmm. Um, and never got caught. Ooh. Everybody kind of knew it was him, but they couldn't prove it. Yeah. And they called him the red light bandit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You work so These fucking hard towns. to do this shit, and you get red light bandit? <laughs> right. That's all you get? It's a small town. Dude, Come pull, on now. Pull a son of Sam and make up your own fucking name. Come right. on. Right. Still. Still. <laughs> red light bandit. Boo. A 
On January 7th, 1999, Shane broke into the Bible household. Mm. Which, dude, she let you in her fucking house. Yeah. You know? So he stole money, a couple personal items, um, and at least one gun that they know of. Ooh. Now, on January 8th, the next day, the stolen vehicle that he was in mm-hmm. broke down. An officer rides by, or excuse me, he was offered rides by several farmers that came by because they, they knew who he was. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of used that, like, in his defense later. You know, oh, if he was such a shitty kid, like, why would they give him a ride? You know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so he chose to stay with the car. Dude, it's stolen. What are you doing? Yeah. Deputy David Hayes pulled up behind Shane. Now, per Hayes, as he was approaching, Shane pulled a twenty-two from behind his back. Oh, no. Shane refused to drop it. What are you doing? Deputy Hayes shot and killed him. Oh, kid, what are you yeah. doing? The shooting was deemed justified. Hell yeah, it was. Now, the Freeman kid family... Had a gun. Yeah. Of course it's justified. The Freeman family argued that he was shot in the back. So what? But he wasn't. It, it doesn't matter. The shot the was... The kid had a gun. Yeah. The shot was towards his back, not in his back. Yeah. It, so it, he was... He might have been turning, but he was definitely not running away. I, I hate that argument. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. He was shot in the back. It does not matter. He still had a fucking he gun. He is still a threat. He can still fire over his shoulder. It, not just that. He's a threat to others. Yeah. If if he's still a threat, mm-hmm. you can shoot him anywhere. You have to eliminate the threat. Yes. Yeah. So I hate that argument. So the Freeman family publicly stated that they were going to file a wrongful death suit. Danny would go to the Hayes residence and watch the family, including the kids. Yeah. Dude, that's how you get shot. Right. So, are you ready for this? Oh, boy. Deputy Hayes had only been with Craig County Sheriff's Department... For less than a week. Oh, this poor guy. Now, he had experience from other departments. Yeah. So he was an experienced officer. But but he had just gotten in that department. Oh, man, that sucks. Less than a week, yeah. Dude. Um, And you gotta kill someone. So there there was a lot of police presence around the Freeman residence. And they they feared that Danny was going to avenge his kid's death. Mm -hmm. So they watched the family. Yeah. Now, Danny would say that this was the officer's way to intimidate him and told his brother that if anything ever happened to him, it would be the local police. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Uh, The issues between Danny and the police became too much for Kathy and Ashley, to the point that they decided to move to Louisiana, Mm. but ultimately decided to come back to Oklahoma, and Kathy decided that she was just going to ignore the quote-unquote harassment. Yeah. So, despite Shane's death, Danny still went to trial for the abuse. Really? Yep, because w- Danny was not the one who pressed charges. The yeah, state did. the state did. So, so he still had yeah, to go. He still got to. Now, after being told that they could not mandate counseling, yeah. the jury acquitted him. Really? Because they were like, why are we going to send him for, to jail to teach him a lesson? If the victim if is. If the kid's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, but I, I get Teach it. Teach him a motherfucking lesson? Yeah. I mean, whatever. So, <clears throat> this wrongful death suit. In Oklahoma, when it comes to situations such as this, you have a year to the date of the incident to file right. uh, a lawsuit. So, right. they're coming up on a year here. So you, on, Usually that's what it is, yeah, one to two yeah. years. 
So on December 29th, 1999, this was Ashley's 16th birthday. Uh, the girls wanted to celebrate Ashley's birthday, but Ashley didn't want to do anything huge. Uh, it was huge. Her f- huge. It was her first birthday without Shane. Mm. And she was upset. Yeah. So um, now Laura had not been able to spend the night at that house for about a year and a half. So L- Lorene didn't really want her in the house with Danny and Shane. Yeah. It had nothing to do with, like, the no running water or anything like that. And Laura didn't seem to give a shit, you know. So this was the first time she'd been able to stay. Um, so it was a pretty big deal, you know. Yeah. Um, they were on Christmas break. Ashley ended up working that day at Roscoe's, so Laura came to sit with her until she got off. After that, they went to Laura's to ask her parents if she could spend the night. Mm. And they, they begged and, you know, put on the fucking teenage... Oh, yeah. Jewish grandmother bullshit. Yeah. So, um, Jay, her dad, finally said yes. And both parents said, just make sure you're home in the morning for the dentist. We all have dentist appointments. So, Laura left, and the last thing she said was, I love you, Daddy. washer is done. done. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. If anyone is. At least they know that we wash our ass. Yes. And we're wearing clean underwear. Yes. We are clean. We are clean. (laughs) We wash our clothes. We wash our ass. We literally wash. We wash our dishes. We washed Mark's ass an hour before we washed the dishes. (laughs) Right. So. Right. So, um, we are clean. Yeah. So. Lorene said from there, the girls were then taken to Pizza Hut by Kathy. Now, officials maintain that they actually went to it's Big Bill's Barbecue. Pizza. pizza Hut is not oh real pizza. God. So this is a, kind of a big deal with the police. Like, they get pissed when people say they went to Pizza Hut, and they're like, no, they went and got barbecue. It really doesn't make a shit and bit of difference at all. Who cares? They went and got food. Literally no... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today bearing on the case whatsoever none i i looked people I'm get like, pissed i'm like why is this such a big deal yeah why, why? it i it's not who cares it's, they went and yeah. got food it's literally not a big deal yeah um so after dinner they went to walmart and there they met ashley's boyfriend uh jeremy this is where he gave ashley her birthday gift which was a silver chain with a heart um and her birthstone oh so typical like 16 year old oh gift, yeah you know? totally yeah <clears throat> so you might as well just get her like a teddy bear and some like exclamation <laughs> perfume, you know right so they all left in kathy's blue toyota and on the way back to the freeman's home they picked up feed for the livestock and water from kathy's mom's house jeremy said nothing seemed off at all and he said he left the home at about 9 30 now relatives that were at the house say that he left closer to 10 30 okay again not a big fucking not, deal. Not a huge deal. But it's brought up multiple times, so I brought it up. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not a big deal <clears throat> at all. So they, they bring that up. Yeah. But don't talk about the relatives that were there. So I have no <laughs> idea who the relatives were. <laughs> right. Why they were there, when they left. Nothing. Nothing right. about the fucking relatives. Right. The next thing you hear about the relatives is they were cleared as suspects very early on. Cool. What who the... were they? Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Wow. Now... <clears throat> The next day, December 30th, 1999, 
At approximately 6 a.m., a passing motorist called 911 to report a possible fire in the vicinity of the Freeman home. Mm. Craig County Volunteer Fire Department and Craig County Sheriff's Department rushed over. The first officer on the scene was Deputy David Hayes. Oh, this guy. This This poor poor fucking guy. Dude, find another living, (laughs) you know? Yeah. uh, Yeah. This is not in your favor. Not this county. Right. Yeah. Find somewhere else. So when they get there, the trailer, and I'm calling it a trailer because that's what everybody in all the sources call it as a trailer. Yeah. Modular home, whatever you want to call it. Mobile home. Um, It was fully involved. Yeah. Which okay. those things go up like a fucking book of matches. Because aren't they like pretty much all wood? Yeah. 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 Like the inside is like wood paneling. And... Yeah. And and some of them, I mean, fuck, there's some in the towns that we cover that are bigger than the house I grew up in. Oh, I know. But they, I know. Oh, they go up. Like double wide, yeah. they're huge. They go up quick. Yeah. So those are like surrounded drown. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no, there. You can't save anything. Right. So. Right. Hours after the fire had been put out and the house had been taped off, investigators found the body of a female. Oh no. Uh, she was charred and face down on a bed near the front of the house. Hmm. Lorene and Jay had actually been waiting for hours at the residence to hear something. Yeah. Um, Lorraine that morning had just gotten to work when her son called and said that the Freeman's house was on fire. Yeah. So she was trying to get information from people and she was getting nothing. Um, she spoke to the coroner who was on the scene and was assured that only one body had been found. Mm-hmm. So it gave her a little bit of hope because now at this point there's, there should be four bodies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Uh, after the body, which would be later identified as Kathy Freeman, um, Craig County, so after the body was found, excuse me, Craig County immediately and voluntarily called the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation, um, OSBI, to take the case over. They were concerned. Is um, that Jack Jalen up there? I don't know. Oh, my God. If he yells um, at that goddamn game. He's yelling at Josh, not at the game. <laughs> Oh my God. So so they immediately turned the case over for reasons of conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they had a not so great relationship with the Freeman family. Yeah, it makes sense. So I mean, very smartly called. Yeah. So the OSBI continued searching, expecting to find more bodies because there should be, again, three more. Yeah. Danny and the two girls. Right. Okay. So they were just as surprised as anyone when they found no other bodies mm. because there were three other vehicles in the car in the driveway really? so yeah uh there was kathy's car danny's car and then laura's blue corsica with the keys still in the ignition uh, this is a little suspicious now the osbi released the scene 12 hours later at about mm. six o'clock that night yeah so you find a body and you release the scene 12 hours later that's a little short Fuck, even you guys took longer. So just before the coroner on the scene, um, excuse me, just before they they turned the scene over, uh, the coroner on scene determined that the cause of death of the body found, which was Kathy again, was a single shotgun wound to the back of the head. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Investigators started to develop a theory, and their theory was Danny shot and killed his wife, set fire to the house to destroy evidence, and then kidnapped the two girls and fled. Damn. No reason as to why this would be a theory. Yeah. They're like, well, this sounds good. Let's go with this. Yeah. 
this sounds this. awesome. Right. I, I bet it's this. Yeah. So now later that day on the 30th. I have no proof. <clears throat> there was nothing that yeah, would lead him to I have that. no physical evidence of this. I mean, but other than they thought the guy was a dick face, there was no reason for them to, to think this right. kind of thing. So, um, so later on that night, the OSBI ended up calling in Laura's parents to question them about the Freemans. Yeah. Um, they were assured again that no other bodies had been found. Wow. Now, the Bibles were skeptical. Um, like, where, where the fuck did they go? Mm-hmm. Where'd they go? Yeah. They're like, did they run into the woods? Okay, if they ran into the woods, it's 12 hours later. Wouldn't they right. come out kind of thing? So um, they believed that the authorities were allowing their relationship with Danny Freeman to influence the direction of the investigation, which they 100 fucking percent were. Yeah. If their first theory was he did it. Oh, yeah. You know, and they just, he did it, and they That's it. closed the scene. Right. Yeah, that's it. So they stood at the scene for hours and watched and really felt that the investigators did not do a thorough enough search. Which I, I could see because this is a small county mm-hmm. and they're probably not used to it. Used mm-hmm. to yeah. an event like this. So uh, Lorene and Jay actually returned to the scene. They feared that the girls got scared and maybe hid somewhere in like a cupboard cabinet, yeah. couldn't get out, and then died in the fire. Okay. So they got to the scene and immediately noticed the body of the family Rottweiler named Sissy. Oh, no. So. Oh, I hate when animals die. You guys didn't see the dead dog? Yeah, right? You didn't see the dead dog? Right? They're Rottweilers. They're big. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Like really big. Within five minutes of that. Jay found a body. Oh, where at? Under debris at the foot of the same bed that Kathy was found in. Oh, these cops did not do a good job. There were footprints all over the debris on top of the body. Really? The body was that of Danny Freeman. Oh. Well, there goes your fucking theory. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Jay said that his face looked like hamburger. Oh. Uh, and that his face was missing from the teeth up. Damn. Now, the coroner determined, though, that that was not all from the fire. That was from a point-blank shotgun blast to the face. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. He also had a broken collarbone, which to them suggested a struggle prior to being shot. Right. Uh, the OSBI investigators arrived at the scene to confirm the find after Lorene called 911 and was like, hey, Fuckers. Yeah, come back. Get over here. Right. You did a piss poor job. She heard him say, quote, that thing I came to check on, the answer is yes. Wow. They wouldn't even say it. Wow. The OSBI attempted to do a second search, but the Bibles were like, you can go now. Yeah. They said, you guys have already released the scene and you're no, you're no longer needed here. Yeah. So they, you know what they did? What? Got a search warrant? Okay, bye. Oh, my God. Bye. We're not coming back by. What are you doing? 150. Get a search warrant. 150 volunteers came to help them search this rubble. Um, They went for the entire day through the remains of the home. They ended up finding Laura's purse in what would have been Ashley's room. Yeah. With $200 and her driver's license still in it. Mm. They also found her overnight bag. Yeah. Other than that, there's no other signs of the girls. 
They never found a Tupperware container. And they never found any glass or any arrowheads found. Really? Now, these arrowheads were in shadow boxes. That's yeah, a big old remember, pane of glass. Yeah, yeah, I remember you said that. So they're gone. Okay. Huh. Now, Laura's car, for the most part, was ignored by investigators completely. Um, so this, I cannot wait till this wash machine sorry, is... Yeah. It, it is so fucking loud and irritating. So volunteers searched the car and really found nothing. Now, the theory... Um, is that it? They think that Danny was maybe it was intruders. Mm-hmm. Danny was killed first, and Kathy was killed while she attempted to flee. Okay. Uh, the coroner said that the time of death for the two of them was approximately five a.m. Okay, so 5 an hour before the the fire was noticed. Nine one one was called at six a.m. Yeah. So it was an hour before that they were killed. Okay. Um. On January 1st of 2000, remember Y2K? Yeah, I do. I worked at a bank at the time, and, like, it was a big fucking Did you really? Bank. Yeah, they were waiting. Like, they thought it was going to be. I never knew that. Yeah, I was a bank teller. I never knew that. Really? Yeah, you never told me that. My boss's name was Glasscock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I took from that experience. Uh, yeah, right. my boss's name. Great job. Yeah. Great yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... Why Drew gave us like a huge fire. Oh, it was yeah. huge. So that day, though, the Bibles and, ooh, excuse me, 500 yeah, right? volunteers, yeah, I yawned, um, did a grid search covering a 10-mile radius. So Whoa. all of these people were like, we're going to come help you. Yeah, like, they're not messing around. Let's do this. They printed thousands of missing person flyers. Um, the only things that were found were a muddy shirt and... Um, in an insurance, they called it an insurance verification, belonging, um, what they thought was belonging to the Freeman's vehicle. Hmm. Can I just say something real quick? Hmm. Thank the Lord the dishwasher yeah. is done. Yeah. <sighs> Woo! Are you done? Yeah. So in January, um, again, they searched Grand Lake and then a mine shaft near Pitcher, Oklahoma, uh, a water-filled quarry. I mean, they were searching everything. So the Bibles and some of the Freeman family ended up getting in touch with John Walsh. Oh, wow. With America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Uh, The segment aired just weeks after, and they ended up gaining significant publicity for the case. Mm -hmm. Because... Where the fuck are the girls? Yeah. Where are the girls? Right. You know, Danny and Kathy were obviously murdered. They were shot in the face, both of them. Where are the girls? Yeah. Now, hundreds of calls came in, but there were no viable leads. Both families um, continuously met with indifference and ineffectiveness by the investigators, just kept pushing on on their own. You know, God, yeah. Um, they were told the girls would be put into NCIC, which is the National Crime Information Center. Yeah. By January sixth, by January eighth, they still were not in the system. Um, this just really amplified the criticism, the public criticism of the police sloppiness, was how it was described. Um, but because of this, it sparked numerous rumors that local law enforcement was responsible for this. Ooh. Because they thought they, obviously the local law enforcement was responsible because this was just 
eight days before the deadline to file the wrongful right. death suit. Right. Um, they felt that the local authorities did it and then covered up their involvement by framing and blaming Danny. Wow. Um, Deputy David Hayes and his brother, who was also a local cop, voluntarily took polygraphs to say that they had nothing to do with it. Wow. They both passed. Holy shit. Yeah. The guy would end up leaving. He left the department within a year, which. <laughs> Thank God, dude. My, my dude. Yeah. It I hope just, you're doing well somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I hope you're okay. I hope you're doing okay. Right. That, that's, that's fucking rough. That's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Like, you know, in a short period of time, that that's, that's a, lot. a lot. Yeah. So now maybe, um, so now the local authorities to kind of take blame off of them were like, well, maybe it's a drug deal gone bad. He did drugs. Oh. He smoked pot. Yeah, he grew a little weed. Come on now. He smoked some pot. So, I mean, it wasn't like he was a meth head. Now, if it's out by us, yeah. Yeah, A a gram will get you killed. Yeah, well. mm -hmm. Just a a gram will get you killed. So now an agent with the OSBI ended up publicly denying the theory of a drug deal gone bad, saying that there wasn't really enough drug involvement from Danny or anybody in the family. And went on to say that um, if it was a drug deal gone bad, they mm-hmm. wouldn't have hurt the girls. Hmm. To which I say, uh, poo-poo on you, yes, they would. Poo-poo on you. What do you mean they wouldn't hurt the girls? Yeah, right. They, they're, it's like the fucking mafia. They hurt everybody around you. Exactly. They're going to kill everybody and leave you. Yeah. So you have to think about it. So, again. Good job, OSBI. Poo-poo, poo-poo on, on you. you. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, many still believe that Craig County played a huge role in the lack of the outcome of the case. Hmm. Um, And it was either because of their direct involvement, which still to this day, many, many people think that they did it. Yeah. They really do. Um, Really? Yeah. Or or shit police work that just hindered the investigation. That's so it was like, what I'm leading towards. They either did it or they were like, well, we don't give a fuck about this guy. And they didn't do anything. That's, so like, you know. That's what I take of yeah. it. Um, the fire marshal's office and the OSBI did publicly acknowledge that they overlooked Danny's body, but state they don't believe evidence was lost or the investigation was hampered. (laughs) Uh, guys. Yeah. You missed a whole body. You you missed a body. And because of that, you publicly announced a theory that he did it. Yeah. That didn't hinder anything. Yeah. I think that hindered a lot of things. Yeah, I'm going to go with a big new. Yeah. Um, a lot of things I think it hindered. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Lorene obviously disagrees, stating that valuable time was spent and lost blaming Danny when he was fucking dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Now, authorities' next theory oh, that boy. they started to entertain, could here you tell by go. my face? Yeah, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ashley killed her parents, set the house on fire, and fled with Laura. Oh, boy. So Ashley didn't have a car. She didn't drive. Yeah. uh, Because she just turned 16. Mm -hmm. Laura had a car. And $200. And her driver's license. Yeah. She even had a fucking overnight bag. Yeah. Don't you think they would have grabbed that? Uh, You would think. And then maybe, I don't know, the car? Yeah. With the keys in the ignition? You would think. Just saying. You're not going to get far. No. 
you could, I mean, how far are two teenage girls going to walk? Right. After all that murdering and arsoning, <laughs> right. you know, they're going to be tired. They're going to be they're worn gonna be out. They're going to be sleepy and they're going to need a nap and a sandwich. And yep. I mean, they're not going to run. Oh, they definitely are going to need yeah. a sandwich. Um, They said they're, they're. Their basis to this was, well, her money was missing. So she obviously used that to flee. Oh, my God. Did they fly on the money? Oh, my God. Because, again, Laura's these car guys. was there with the keys in it. Yeah. These guys are yeah. something else. Um, yeah. So. Um, now, in October of 2001, mm-hmm. several relatives and acquaintances filmed a show called What Really Happened. This was the pilot of the show, and um, the rights to the show were never bought, so the show was never aired, and it was pretty much forgotten about. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the show with my shooting. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Now, there was a nurse by the name of Deanna Dorsey. She helped the Freemans the night that Shane died. Yeah. She had been a staunch advocate for the family. Um, her daughter was actually a friend of Ashley's mm-hmm. and she believed that police were in the wrong and actually validated several quotes by Danny blaming the sheriff's office for any future issues with him. Hmm. Deanna was to appear on the show. Yeah. Okay. So the same day as the taping that Deanna did, she went and interviewed and did the whole thing for the show. She was shot and killed at the hospital she worked at. What? Mm-hmm. By who? A paranoid schizophrenic by the name of Ricky Martin. <laughs> Not the singer. What? Yeah. Ricky Martin? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I don't mean to laugh, but... Yeah. Um, who was... Oh, my God. This is crazy. He was allegedly angry about hospital downsizing. What is going on in this county? So you shoot a fucking ER nurse? Yeah. No, you shoot the executives. Right. You think she made that fucking decision? Oh, my God. What is going yeah. on with this? Now, he would end up being killed very shortly after this by the police in a shootout. Yeah. Um, there was no connection between Deanna and Ricky Martin. They didn't know each other. She had never treated him. He had never been her patient. She had never been his nurse. That's insane. They had no idea who each other was, but he picked her out to shoot her. Dude, that's insane. The same day she taped an interview. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now they're like, okay, maybe it was an intruder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You think? Jesus Christ. Um. They think the intruder came in, shot and killed Kathy and Danny, burned the home, and then kidnapped the girls. Now, they're starting to think that this is not from a drug deal, but a drug debt. Hmm. Which we know are different. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, There were rumors that the girls were sold to uh, the sex trade. Bounty hunters actually went on their own dime to Mexico to look for them. Did Dog the Bounty Hunter? Dog the Bounty Hunter did not Oh, go. you son of a bee. That would have been fucking great. Yep. I didn't even think of that. You son of a bee. You should have done it, Dog. Now, Laura had a very distinct mole on her face, I guess. So okay. uh, because of this, these bounty hunters were confident that the girls weren't there. Mm. They're very, like, nondescript little white girls. <laughs> like, yeah. are you confident about a fucking mole? You can take a piece of string and get that thing off. Yeah, right. Every time I think of Uncle Buck, here's a quarter. Go down the alley and find a rat to gnaw that thing off off. your face. (laughs) Great movie. Oh, my God. 
So hundreds of thousands of flyers were distributed amongst uh, the United States, Canada, and Mexico. Mm. Police dogs did pick up a scent from the Freeman's yard to a dirt road, but nothing came of it. Uh, in May of 2002, convicted serial killer Tommy Lynn Sells wrote to Joplin Globe, it was a paper, that he was involved. He was actually in jail already. He had been arrested in December of 1999 for the fatal stabbing of a teenage girl. Yeah. Uh, he was ruled out after giving the wrong details and said that he, they alleged that he did it just to get outside for the day. Because you know how they like, what well, show me where the body is. And they're yeah. like, cool, put me in the back of your car. Yeah. Right. Um, now, another serial killer by the name of Jeremy Brian Jones. Why do they always have three names? Yeah, I know, right? Is that your destiny with three names? Uh, dude, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right on that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, he had been identified as a suspect by authorities. Mm -hmm. um, he was released from jail at 10.30 at night on December 29th and was subsequently rearrested at 4 a.m., um, on 1230. Oh my God. So he was guy. out for like, what, five hours? If that. Yeah. Um, now they started looking at him because his previous crimes were very similar. Mm -hmm. His confession contained information that required firsthand knowledge. Ooh. And he had a mutual friend. Really? There was a local drug dealer, um, who is now a convicted killer of the name, by the name of Charles Christian Kreider. Three names. Mm -hmm. So Ryder knew where the Freemans lived. Mm -hmm. It was alleged that uh, Jones stated Danny owed his friend $20,000 and he went Whoa. to make him pay. Uh, Jones eventually changed the amount to $5,000 and said that he was high on meth when he went searching for the home. He then took his shotgun out of the truck and killed Kathy and Danny. The girls ran out of the house towards his truck thinking he was stopping to help with the fire uh, he then said he drove the girls to a remote area sexually assaulted one shot them both and then threw them into an abandoned mine pit jesus now because of this in june 2005 they searched empty mine pits mm -hmm. not empty but abandoned yeah, mine pits right um they called in neurosearch which is a company to bring in the latest technological ways of searching mm. so Interesting. These mine shafts have been closed forever. So yeah. trash filled them like they were full of just shit. Yeah. Well, it blocked all the radar oh, going through. Okay. It also hindered the cadaver dogs. Yeah, I could see that. So shortly after this, though. You got to clear them out. Yeah. Jones recanted his confession and all the other confessions he made regarding all the other people he killed. Yeah, but you still got to check them out. He said he... He lied to get better food and extra phone privileges. You still got to check out those leads. Now, Ashley's grandmother and Laura's mom believe that he... Ooh, sorry. He's not the killer. You just hit your head, too? That's why I said sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't think he's the killer, but they do think that he knows more, and mm -hmm. he's just not telling them. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't know where the girls are, but they definitely think he knows more than he's telling the police. Mm-hmm. So, in 2009 now, the OSBI reveals um, an early tip about a dark four-door sedan seen by the Freeman home around the time of the murders. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2010, another tip came in about a dark-colored truck. They would receive several tips 
about a dark-colored vehicle. Yeah. In 2015, a woman came forward claiming on December 30th, 1999, at between 3.30 and 4 a.m., Laura passed her in a vehicle with a look of terror on her face. Mm. She said she was too scared to come forward before and was too scared to call that night. Jax is going nuts up there. Yeah. Um, which, if you see something, say something. Say something. Say something. Yeah. You it's see simple. This, this child being right. driven away with a look at It's a child. You, you fucking say something. Say something. Now, in 2015, authorities learned that Danny had told friends he had an argument with two men two weeks prior to the murder. Mm -hmm. uh, they came looking for something on Danny's property. It's unknown what they were looking for. Um, but Danny threatened him with a shotgun. Basically, was like, get off my fucking property. If you come back, I'm going to shoot you. Oh. Um, so authorities say that this was most likely drug related and one of the people knew Danny and one of them knew Danny by reputation, apparently. Yeah. Um, after the argument, they ran off. In 2016, um, Lorraine, Lorraine, excuse me, received a tip to search an old well in uh, Ch Chitopa. Okay. Chitopa, Kansas. Sorry. If anyone can clarify that. On the property of Charles Kreider, mm. the serial killer who knew Danny. Oh, oh. no shit. Um, now, Jeremy Jones also knew. So it's alleged it was a local drug dealer that Danny knew. And Jeremy Jones stated that Danny owed him money. Yeah. So again, back to the drug debt. Right. There was nothing in the well. Um, Ashley's grandmother, Celeste, hired a PI. He gave her three names. She took the names to the authorities, and they basically ignored her. Yeah. Now, another thing that this private eye found was an insurance card. Ooh. He tried to take it to the authorities, and they're like, no, 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 no. We, we knew about it. It's, it's the Freeman's insurance card. Yeah. It wasn't. Who was it? I'll get there. Oh, boy. Now, in 2010, uh, the Freeman family had Ashley legally declared dead. Laura refuses to do this uh, for Laura, said she needs to know first. Now, in late 2017, a man by the name of Heath Winfrey took office as Craig County Sheriff. Mm -hmm. Immediately after being elected and taking office in January of 2018, he announced that he found an old office crate containing... Previously thought to be lost, detective notes, documents, and files with... No way. Uh -huh, uh -huh, no with way. With information about the case. Oh, this gave investigators several More new leads. witnesses. Yeah. Several. Oh, my God. So on April 23rd, 2018, Oklahoma investigators announced the names of three men they suspected in the fire, abduction, and four murders. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Dean Busick, Warren Philip Welch II, and David Pennington. Now, out of the three of those, Ronnie was the only one who was still alive. Yeah. The insurance card that the private investigator found was one of his ex-girlfriends. Oh, yikes. Or, I'm sorry, the ex-girlfriend of Welch. Gotty. That's how they got these three guys. That's how they pinned the three guys together. No They found this kidding. insurance card. 
that they fucking brushed off from the PI who had it yeah. for years oh. and figured out that it was one of the dude's girlfriends. And kidding they went to the girlfriend me. and she's like, yeah, all these three fucks hung out. Oh my God, you're kidding me. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> three days later on April 26, 2018, Ronnie Busick was arrested and charged with four counts of first degree murder, two counts of kidnapping and one count of arson. A woman that lived with Welch after the um, disappearances provided a sworn affidavit that she, quote, heard conversations between the three men where they disclosed that the murder victims had owed them money. Oh. Welch kept a briefcase containing Polaroid photos of the girls nude. No way. Yeah. The Polaroid photos were of the girls nude and, quote, Bound and gagged with duct tape lying on a bed. Oh, my God. Some of the pictures allegedly showed Welch laying in bed with them. Oh, how terrible. These men bragged and claimed to have raped and tortured these girls before dumping them, quote, in a pit. Oh, my God. These poor girls. They were alive for days. Oh, my God. How terrible. I'm getting chills. Law enforcement also said it's possible the girls' remains could have been, um, quote, dumped in a cellar that was later covered in concrete. Mm. According to news reports, at least a dozen witnesses claimed all three men bragged about raping, murdering, and torturing, torturing the girls and taking Polaroids of them. Oh, my God. These witnesses saw the Polaroids. What? Again, if you see something, say, say something. something. It is not hard. Yeah. It's not rocket yeah. science. Um, more witnesses say that the three men killed the Freemans over drug money. Uh, the girls were collateral damage. Yeah. They were held captive in Welch's trailer for several days before being murdered. Oh, my God. After his arrest, Busick requested to speak to the Bibles. Lorraine, or Lorraine, excuse me, obliged, hoping to get more information. Mm-hmm. Nope. He was a shitbag. Of course. He's like, hi, I don't know where they are. Oh, you fucker. What did you want to talk to her for then? <sighs> he literally, like, sat in a room with her and all he said was, I don't know where they are. What a dick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What an absolute yep. dick face. Now, on July 15th of 2020, Busick pled guilty to being an accessory to first-degree murder for Kathy and Danny Freeman, and then an accessory to arson and kidnapping and the presumed murders of Laura and Ashley. Mm -hmm. Because again... Please tell me he got, like, a good fucking sentence. you're going to be mad. Oh, God bless it. So he did admit to withholding information about Welch and Pennington's involvement, and he was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Or 15 years, excuse me. Dude, our judicial system. Oh, no, it gets worse. I I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So it was supposed to be 10 years in prison, followed by five years of probation. Yeah. 38 months into his 10-year sentence, he was released for good behavior. I, dude... I don't even know what to say. I do not even know what to say. I would be in jail because I would find him. I, I would find him, too. I would find him. Yeah. I, I'd have mm-hmm. no no None. bones about it. Nope. Take me. Yeah. I'll stay in here and wait for you. Uh, yep. But. I, I will love staying in God jail. God damn it. I'm going to find out where my yep. kid is. Yep. Yeah. 
Unreal. So he is out and is now living in an undisclosed location because it's believed he was allowed to change his name. Oh, my God. Babe, you're killing me with this one. Mm. He changed his name. <sighs> yep. Hopefully to butt liquor. Uh, probably not. Just a thought. Or dick face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 38 months. Dude, that is nothing. He, Our judicial system should be ashamed he of itself. admitted. I mean, it's one thing if, like, two people are like, yeah, he said he did it. Right. They said dozens of people not only heard these men talking about it, they saw the Polaroids. Oh, my God. How terrible. You did it. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. These people did not get together and be like, hey, how are we going to get this guy thrown in jail? It sounded right. like he was a dickbag. He would have gotten thrown in jail for something fucking anyways. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And all of them were too scared to say something. So it, it's not like, I mean, he 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 admitted it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But dozens of people. Oh my God, you keep it on it. I know. Dozens Stop. of people heard it and saw the Polaroids and did nothing. Oh my God. That that just pisses did me the fuck off. Nothing. That I, I can't even explain how much that pisses me off. And they all say it was out of fear because they're like, well. So the fuck right, what? If, if they could Man do it, the fuck right, up. Well, you know, look at what he did to those two girls. They were children. You're an adult. Yeah. It's your job to protect Protect children. Yeah. Yours, your neighbors, the fucking 17 kids down the street. It's your job as an adult to protect these kids. Right. And you did nothing. You You did nothing. How do you know that when he showed you those Polaroids, they weren't still alive? Yeah. You don't fucking know. You don't know. You you could have said something. They could have gone to that trailer and found them. Yep. Unreal. Mm Mm-hmm. So it took 18 years to solve it. 18 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. But thank God it was. I mean, it's some kind of closure for the family, you know. And they they still don't know where the girls are. Oh, yeah. God. Because he never, you know, he the witnesses say that he did it, obviously, but he maintains that he didn't. He was there, but he didn't do anything, and he doesn't know where they were dumped. But at least the family knows what what happened you know they get some kind of closure it's not enough not enough but they get some i just i i get it it's like they're one last fucking hoorah of control right i get it really but dude really come on you gotta hold on to that they were fucking 16 pure evil people like that it's pure evil they weren't the ones who owed you the fucking drug debt right the the two people who owed you the drug debt you left right their families can bury them. Right. You took the kids. Yeah. How and gave terrible. their parents nothing. How terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good one. Um, good request. Um, it pisses me off with our judicial system. 38 months. 38 right? months is a, a slap on the wrist. I spent more time than that at fucking work in the last two weeks than you he have. spent in jail. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. That's why you keep yawning, because mm-hmm. you haven't fucking slept. Yeah. But, uh, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, our next episode will be in a couple days. Um, next Friday, if you're in the Columbus area, we will be at GalaxyCon Columbus. 
we will be on Friday the 1st at 10.15 p.m. We're they, doing it late night. They put us on the adult time. Yeah, we're on the adult time. So We got banished. Yes, we did. But we're no longer at the kids' table. Right. Mm-hmm. True. True. So, See, aren't you glad I say fuck all the time? I am. I am. So, all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this one, and we will be talking to you soon. Bye. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.